got like an infection in my knee that resulted in some nasty like boils and I had to get them cut out. The doctor who saw me in triage and she was a dime, she was a babe. I was like, same as you. I was like, oh, she's being so nice to me. But I didn't have the fucking wherewithal that you did. So I was like, oh, fuck. I got to shoot my shot. So I'm on the operating table after she's cutting oh out God. the fucking nasty shit. And I'm like, who like kind of like hyperventilating from the pain. Cause she's fucking cutting it out. And I'm like, I'm literally like, so after this is done, like maybe you want to go out sometime. <laughs> and she's immediately, she's like, Oh no, like, no, you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> See, that's a red flag. It's a red flag. Listeners DM me like all the time. They only want to talk about Josh and Eddie, which is hilarious. Like they just, they just <laughs> yeah, like they, they DM me. They only want to fucking talk about Josh and Eddie. And I'm like, cool. They just figure I'm the one that's open to their line of thinking, what they want to talk to. I'm like, cool. Not a problem. Not not bothered by that at all. But um, they do come with very specific stuff they, they want discussed. And they're like, you guys should just let me come on. Like I should just come on like... <laughs> Like I've already I've already DM Eddie. Eddie didn't respond, Alvin. So like, <laughs> you got to tell him to let me on the podcast. I'm ready, dude. I there was a, a random guy on TikTok who hit me up and or who messaged me on Instagram, and he said basically that he was like, "Dude, I think we just have a really good vibe. We could connect. I should come on." And at first, I was like, "Fuck no," you know. That was my initial response. But then I like thought about it, and I was like, "Oh, let's give it a shot." And it was a huge fucking mistake, and I should have just gone with my gut. So. uh Take that for what it's worth, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, real quick, let me introduce this bitch. Welcome to everybody in the Waving a Red Flag podcast. We got me, Alvin, and Tom here today, a.k.a. Tom D.L. Murphy from Montreal, Canada, very successful comedy comedian who hosts great podcasts such as Things I Hate and also has a great stand-up show that he does called The Giggle Den. As you all probably have already noticed, Eddie is not here tonight. He is actually in Louisiana applying to become one of the top consultants at the next Essence Fest to give black women proper tutorials on hair care management. So he should be back next week <laughs> with actual products for you guys. All right, what was we talking about? We're talking about you guys getting DM'd by, uh, yeah. or I guess Alvin getting yeah, DM'd. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, AB, I don't believe you, first of all, because <laughs> because like this, the same thing happens with me, though. Like... And when I do, people don't really reach out to me a lot, but if they do reach out to me and if I like, you know, engage, they always talk about, well, actually, I guess it's the same because they talk about you and Eddie and like just what talk the, about y'all's dynamic. What's going on with you, your, your listeners where they're the like fucking conversation by proxy? So I think from my perspective, what's happening is they have a certain line of conversation they want to have. And I think they reach out to the one of us they think is most receptive to that line of questions. Uh, smart listeners see because like if, if someone talks to me about like say for instance alvin i've heard like people say like i think alvin is the only person that can get with eddie like you know in terms of intellect and like conversation like you know eddie's bullshit sometimes or whatever wow wow and, wow just just fuck me eh josh just <laughs> yeah, yeah right. just write to my like that's as if they write you being like oh yeah uh, no, 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 not me. I'm like, on your behalf, like, they oh, write yeah. to you, and they're like, oh, oh exactly. Josh, yeah. heads up, like, uh, Alvin's the only other smart guy on the podcast, you fucking it. You're like, bro, yeah. I'm right here. What yeah, the right. Yeah, no, like, no, This no. is also the first I'm hearing this, Josh. I didn't know that. This, <laughs> this is actually a recent conversation, so, hey, there you have yeah. it. 
Fuck that guy, whoever said it, man. You're fucking, Thanks. you're just as smart as Alvin and Eddie. Thanks. Those so guys are dumb anyway. We're rocking with time, yeah. I think what did we he all say? have our areas. There are 100% things where, like, in the context of our podcast, I'm the subject matter expert, where Josh is the subject matter expert, and Eddie's the subject matter expert. Dude, and what are the lanes? That goes back to our brand, don't it? So I'm a radical feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Okay. Um, what does that even mean? What What is that? <laughs> like, oh, is that a joke? I, I don't know. You see, me, you see me control? You're like, I'm a radical. I'm like, great, man. Yeah, cool. Support. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. What are you saying, dude? Yeah. For sure. I believe you. I mean, if you like it, I love it. So, okay. Uh, like half joke, joke. Like uh, you, you got to tell me because I don't fucking know. Second time on here. What, what is this? Fair, what fair are the lanes? Yeah. No, like that's, yeah. a, that's a running gag because that's what happens every single time. It's like people seem to be like, they don't really know where, where Eddie falls on it. They're like, is he a fucking feminist or is he a fucking red pill guy? Is he an alpha male podcaster? I don't fucking know. And I'm just like a, a flaming liberal um, feminist agenda pushing kind of guy, apparently. Um, Dude, from- it is crazy, though, because I feel the exact same way about Eddie. Because, like, sometimes <laughs> he'll he'll say some shit and you're like, oh, word, you are a fucking lefty, bro. And sometimes he'll say some shit and you're like, wow, like, where's the Trump flag? You know what I'm saying? And it's <laughs> it's, it's wild. Flag? And I don't know. I can't. I can't. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people. I do not know what the fuck is going on with Eddie. We were just talking about me and Josh. Like a while ago, I was chatting with Eddie. I think to like come on an episode one time, and then the the, yeah. the, the best part about it, because Tom Tom prefaced it before he told me that and said, "Yo, man, sometimes like you know, I just kind of feel like Eddie just kind of feels like everybody's out to get him. You know what I mean?" <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, so what so are the good. lanes? So Alvin is a radical, radical feminist. feminist. And, Eddie um, is like Batman villain, two face, red pill, lefty. <laughs> he is a he's his. I think he was like just a black woman. Yeah, man. And he's um Zazie Beats. That's what it yes, is. Yes, Zazie Beats. That's it. Eddie is Zazie Beats. <laughs> oh, this is a, another joke I don't get because I know his his profile picture on TikTok was that black lady from uh, Invincible, the cartoon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Which I is voiced by. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. <laughs> Who is Zazie Beats? Okay. Is this some culture thing that She's, I don't know um, about? Who, she was uh, Domino in um, Deadpool 2, right? Yes. And she was in oh. Joker. She was in Joker as well. She was, in, she was Joker's love interest in The Joker. Oh. Yeah, she's sexy. Yeah. She's super sexy. <laughs> Damn. The, the fucked up thing is, I didn't see it until people started saying that Eddie looked like her. And I was crushing on Zazie Beats. And I just looked at that nigga a couple times during a few podcasts. I was like, "Damn, that nigga do kind of look like Zazie Beats. I'm a little bad bitch on mm-hmm. <laughs> bro." When people was calling him Mickey Free, I almost I, like that shit was fucking hilarious, bro. Because it fit it fit the whole like storyline so perfectly. So you you remember the Chappelle Show gags back in the day, right? Yeah, where the Charlie Murphy stories. Yeah. So during the Rick James one, he was saying that there were like members of Shalimar, like, you know, this is the height of the 80s, like androgynous kind of situation. And there was a member of Shalimar that would go to like the clubs and men would be like, man, you see Mickey Free? Man, she bad as hell, bro. Like, I bad new bitch up in there. It fits because like everybody was all on Mickey Free thinking it was a woman, but it's actually a man. So like I had friends that were just like, like hitting me up about it. 
um, that saw TikToks, and they'd be like, "This guy on your on this fucking podcast that you're on looks like fucking Mickey Free." And then you know this whole androgynous angle just fits so well with this fucking um, Zazie Beats like like angle. Dude, it's the bone structure, man. It's got high cheekbones, straw jawline, strong jawline. That's uh. Then that goddamn gorgeous head of hair, man. Like I mean, everybody, everybody yeah. ain't able. Hey, did I tell you like one of my friends? You know, just kind of like saw the pod. And he came up and talked to me about it like the next time he saw me. He was like, yo, man. Yeah, man, I saw a clip of, of the podcast. He was like, yeah, man, y'all got a bad little girl on there. <laughs> I was like, what? I was uh, I know we had Jay on before a few times. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking maybe he's talking about Jay. He was like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it was just three of y'all. I said, oh, no, nah, buddy. That ain't what you think it is. <laughs> I said, that is not <laughs> Okay, but uh, Josh, what's what your what's your lane? So uh, androgyny mm. is fucking <laughs> Eddie's lane. Ah, uh, my personal brand is uh, the nigga next door. You can't say that, but yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, yeah, give me give good. me give me the taglines. Give me the description of the N word next door. Please. Oh, well, see, like I'm just like that. That you know, uh, somewhat. Uh, attractive guy that you might like live next door to you but i don't really be talking to nobody i don't be bothering nobody it's like the black male version of the girl next door so whatever you think of when you think of that that's your boy you know what i mean like you oh, might see me out okay. and about you know just hey hello how you doing doing Is some it cool shit cooking i was thinking kind of like homie next door like you got the the hookups a bit you got some good advice is it I that, do. or is I it do, more like you, like a sexy? You're the sexy guy next door, you know. Which... So, so the, the people that hop in my DMs definitely refer to Josh as the hot one, which I think is hilarious. They're which jumping in. They're jumping in my DMs and talking about how hot Josh is, which is which is just peak humor to me. But I also That's... think that you, I think you have a lane as like the. I think you have a lane as the more emotionally competent member of the group. Like, I feel mm. like you have a perspective in regards to the actual emotional consequences and, and readout and analysis of things that me and Eddie just don't have. Because as we also point out frequently on the podcast, um, Eddie's basically a serial killer and I'm ah. a high functioning sociopath. So yeah. we just, you know, somebody needs to be, yeah. it's also a joke, Tom. I swear to God, it's a joke. <laughs> Cool. Lock my doors tonight. You know, I feel like Eddie right now. Don't know who to trust. We the three paths. It was a Eddie's a psychopath. Yeah, Eddie's a psychopath. I'm a sociopath. You're a sociopath, and I was. You're an empath. That was the empath. Exactly. That's how we break this down. Those are. That's the start of a shit joke. A psychopath, a sociopath, and an empath walk into a bar. Yeah. Right. A psychopath, a sociopath, and an empath start a podcast. It's curiously popular. Waving all sorts of red flags. But, but yo, dude, I was surprised to hear you say that your brand is like misogynist because last time I was on, I remember this vividly, like because we were talking about you know some shit, we were getting into whatever sketchy topic, and then uh, I was like, man, I don't know if I can say you know whatever opinion, and then Eddie was like, don't worry about it, just say it. Um, Josh is our canary in the coal mine for political correctness. Ah, oh, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, you know, and so. Yeah, see. Uh, Remember yeah. how you was talking about like how people on like on, online, especially on TikTok, are very hypersensitive and they will take a mile out of something very small that you said. That that happens to me quite often. 
Like they, uh, they'll hear me say something and then they'll just think I'm just like a piece of shit. Like I'm just such a big product of the patriarchy. I hate women. They accuse, a couple of women have accused me of being gay. It was like, oh my God, why doesn't he just come out of the closet? He clearly hates women. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Don't worry. We've all had gay thoughts, man. It's okay. <laughs> We've all it's had all the spectrum, man. It's all the spectrum. <laughs> I bet y'all was just like trying to coax me out the car. Like, <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fine, dude. It's, fine. it's all right, bro. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, don't worry. We about all it. been there before. Shit, everybody thought about living <laughs> a little dick. <laughs> uh, all right, so I wanted, to, I actually wanted to album when you was talking about you started like drinking like heavily in grad school. When did y'all start drinking? I'm actually very ashamed to say that I started drinking pretty regularly about age 16. Mm. Was there something that triggered that? Uh, hmm. How deep do we want to get into my psychological analysis at this point? <laughs> okay, so 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 one, you know, you got to you got to think about it like like at that age being a big drinker is something like to champion and like something mm -hmm. that like you can you can win at. So like I was effectively just like Oh yeah, I can drink anybody under the table. Oh, you know, I'm the fucking cake stand king or what the fuck ever. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was like that kind of situation. Um, so I just got started like pretty fucking early, and also just the ability to acquire alcohol in high school was also just like a, a pretty big leg up. I'm sorry if we have any younger viewers, and I'm giving away trade secrets and shit. But like, if you're the motherfucker that's like always down to like show up to a function with a bottle at like 16 17 you're oh. you, you're basically like they know that sec securing yourself yeah. a couple rungs in the on the social hierarchy so that's kind of where it got started but um that's that's so that's really the root of it it was just it was another thing that i could win win it wow <laughs> Okay, okay, so you know what's well, you know what's weird about that? Sociopath. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Living on brand, baby. Alvin, the thing that surprised me about your stories, because like all my American homies have told me stories about drinking as like teenager, and it's like really sketchy because your drinking your underage drinking lodge is so hardcore. Oh yeah. So like how did you get booze so easily? So so it it was one it was one of so there there are a lot of ways but the two easiest ways were um if you're if you're roughly me and josh's age in the city of atlanta you couldn't get alcohol on sundays right mm -hmm. so what would happen is you have all of these houses that would stockpile huge amounts of like alcohol and like upcharge people and like sell alcohol on sundays out of their house illegally Oh, so what? So I was privy to the location of these houses, you know, and Hell I would just yeah. go on Sundays and I would just, I would just like at points I was collecting money from like people. I was like, okay, you guys want a bottle, whatever, like give me the money. It's Did you double up charge and make it? I wouldn't, little... I wouldn't double, but I was definitely skimming off the top. Hell yeah. Nice. So Damn. that's that. So nice. that, that was one way. The other way was like, if you just like are confident enough to approach one of these like homeless guys, like outside of a gas station. And be like, hey man, you go buy me a fucking like bottle of so and so or like a pack of whatchamacallit or whatever. Then I got you whatever you need on top of that. And like most of the time that worked out fairly well, but that also had like more of an element of danger to it. Or did you ever like do that with the homeless guy and he like like you said element of danger? All I'm thinking is like he takes your money and doesn't do anything or he, he buys your, your booze and then fucks off and doesn't give it to you. 
Like you got any good stories from homeless interactions like that? One time at one of the houses where we would get this alcohol on Sundays, I did witness a shooting. <laughs> what? That that at was the, probably at the house. Yeah, like at the right house. At the so house? like, yeah, because it was like these were. You know, you try to keep them hush hush, but eventually, like you know, neighborhood people like gather outside and shit. So like, these guys got into a fucking argument. One guy pulls out a fucking pistol, shoots the other guy in the fucking like thigh area, and everybody just fucking runs. Like we just literally just fucking run. And I remember it was the dumbest shit because I was with a friend at the time, and it was um they were doing this work in like the watershed area on like the south side of the city. So it was like this big gash, like behind some houses that led to like the backyards of houses behind it so i tried to jump it and it's like 12 feet so i obviously i fucking miss like i don't know why the fuck i was feeling athletic that day so i missed this whole <laughs> jump and i land in this like ditch full of like kudzu what's kudzu oh shit it's like this fucking like um invasive plant species that basically just looks like a pile of leaves and vines just all wrapped around like it's very hard to explain but like i land in this fucking pile of kudzu and i'm just like fucking lying there because i'm scared that like Oh shit! Is somebody gonna like fucking run up on me and try to shoot me or whatever? And so, event- so I'm just like laying down there, being still, bugs crawling on me, and God knows what else. And my homeboy comes around and like peeks over and is like, "It's like Alvin, nothing's going on. You can come up out the fucking dirt and shit now." <laughs> How long was you staying? How long was you laying there, bro? It was maybe 20 minutes, man. It was maybe 20 minutes. Like I was down there. Damn. For- <laughs> man, how close were you when the guy pulled the gun out? Like a couple feet away, like. You know, I was no, no more than 10 feet away from. Him. Yeah, man, I'd be shook, too, if a guy pulled a gun out like that. And, I, and you were what, 16, 17, right? I was about 17 at that point. But I, I went back to that same house like the next weekend because that was the best one. That was the best one. The best. <laughs> they were consistent the with shit. their product. They were consistent <laughs> with their product. They had uh, they had other shit, too. So like it was like you go in there and you could also get like freeze cups and like candy and shit, too. Oh, I was like, oh, I can't give that up. Nice. You know, I can't stop sending that kind of. That was the adult kind of candy lady spot. Exactly. The candy lady spot. Yeah. What the hell is that? Oh, man. So the candy lady is like this local resource, sometimes in impoverished neighborhoods or even just in a regular neighborhood who has all the candy, all the snacks, all the freeze cups, like the freeze cup flavors. And like she'll put them in like these red or orange solo cups. So she'll make her own freeze cups and you can go to her spot and, you know, it used to be like what twenty five cent for a freeze cup, especially back then. I don't know if inflation has hit them yet though. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure them shits are running a, at least a dollar now, guys. Yeah. See, I don't even know what the fuck a freeze cup is. Is that a popsicle? Oh damn, Tom! Well, shit. Canada, what, what does Canada have? I know, like damn, Canada. Cuts. Well, what the fuck is that? Freeze cups? Okay, I'm sorry. Kudzu is weird, To be fair, Kudzu is weird as shit. Like we're we're not even supposed to have Kudzu. Yeah, man, I was running through my head as you guys were 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 talking shit. I was like, man, what does Canada have that America doesn't have? Thinking some shit. Thinking some shit. Like free free healthcare. Yeah, right, right, right. You gonna throw free, that shit in our face? Free free higher education and shit. I don't even want to throw free healthcare in your face lately because some homies of mine. They had to go to the emergency room, but like it wasn't that big of a deal. But they were waiting there for like 16 hours or some shit. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, we have free healthcare, but it's definitely not perfect. So gotcha. That's whenever this, yeah, go ahead. I'm not even man. I could soapbox on that so long. Where like I I hate the fact that so it's the same thing with um the the NHS in in Britain, right? So it's like. It's it's free and and also and also I do want to I do want to completely you know just say to the viewers that nothing's free, so they're paying for it right. Oh yeah, they, they, for sure. Their taxes are drastically higher, so we too we too could have that. So it's just whether or not you want it to be a public tax or a private tax. 
Um, but whatever. So right now in America, it's a, it's it's a, the concept of the private tax, which I've talked about before. But like, yeah, like that's one of the things in with the with the NHS where it's um, massive wait times. And then you still have that inequity in their system because then you have people that pay like concierge doctors, you know, the people with money to jump to, quote unquote, jump the line. So it's still this inequity. But I guess it's better because there's a there's a more solid floor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. The healthcare system still in better. Canada still better. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to flex. It's still. Yeah, better. exactly. Like it's it's still nice that if I have to do an, uh, an ambulance ride, like I'm not. You know, gonna go in debt or whatever the fuck. That's it's still an automatic thousand dollars. Yeah. Minimal. So, 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 yeah. But, but it's 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 fucked. It needs to be fixed. I mean, hey, I'm happy for you though. But what the hell is a freeze cup? So, yeah, the, the freeze. Okay. Um, think about like you, you know what Kool Aid is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we gotta, cool. we gotta some check all the progress. You know what water <laughs> is? <laughs> they have fucking water yeah. in Canada. Hey, you dumb idiot. Yeah, we got that. It's fucking sugar. <laughs> it's either sucrose or high fructose corn syrup. You know, it's like <laughs> right. It's like so what sugar? <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know what, I know what Kool Aid is. Yeah, so basically, you either get like a, you can get like a Kool Aid mixture and then put that in like a styrofoam cup or a solo cup, and then you freeze it, and voila, you have a freeze cup. And if you're real advanced with the shits, you squeeze the bottom of the cup and then you turn it upside down, and then voila, you have yourself a decadent summer treat, and you just eat off the top of it. Yeah. But doesn't it, it, it fucking drip all over your hands? No, because it's in the cup, bro. It's in the cup. It's in the cup. Mm-hmm. You take it in the cup, so you pour the Kool-Aid in the cup, you freeze it, mm-hmm. and then you turn it upside down. Yeah. You Okay, so you squeeze the, the, the frozen contents out of the cup, and then mm-hmm. you turn that upside down because that's where it's sweetest at. Yeah. Yeah. Then you start biting off of that. Okay, let me, let me give you the fancier version. Are you familiar with shaved ice? I mean, like... That is a good Think. parallel. That is I know, a good like, parallel. like an like what's it called an ice cone. Put it on a yeah, cone and, they and it flavor has it. Flavoring, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah. freeze cup is the ghetto version of that. Okay, okay. Word, 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 word. I get it. Yeah, I think I get it. You're still tripping now me you... out with the turn upside down. I don't get the turn upside down part. See, that's because I was giving you the game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you the sauce, my brother. Because <laughs> it's like you don't you do it. You don't do it, it in your hand. You have you have to turn it over into something else. Okay, word. Okay, there. Because I was like, if you're turning it over, then you're like licking from the bottom. Oh, you know? no, like, no, no. I don't get. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, you you squeeze it out, mm-hmm. and then you put the it on cup. like a plate or some shit. What no, do you no, put you it put it back in the cup. You just yeah. turn it upside down. Oh, you turn the frozen shit upside down back into the cup. So now you're eating the bottom of the free of the of the freeze material which, is, yeah, which always yes. is yeah it's yeah. always mm, it's on the top cuz all the stuff goes to the bottom or whatever yeah okay well, science what what else did you get it from was, the the candy lady also is this lady just like a lady who sells this shit yeah i don't know i don't know where the tradition comes from but it's one it used to be one in every fucking neighborhood yeah like everybody knew like and it was like when that candy lady moved or like passed, it was like the mantle just magically found its, <laughs> itself somewhere right. else, and another fucking candy lady emerged to service the people. <laughs> right? Like I don't know how that shit happened, but it happened. Fucking and there was never cool. two candy ladies on one block. Like on exactly. The same like block. they had like, turfs. Yeah. Yeah. Was there beef about it? Like <laughs> I heard that bitch Ronda been selling Snickers out of the door right across the hallway from exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Yo. Okay. So I think we got time for one more topic, and let's see here. So, have you ever been in a situation where a girl was being like nice to you for no reason, 
and she was cute, like, you know, you thought she was attractive, and did you ever think to yourself, like, hmm, could she be, could she be feeling yes. my stilo a little bit? I feel like when you're in that situation, you talk about it with your homies, and you go, oh, fucking Jessica, like, she, like, asked to borrow my pen or whatever, you know, I don't know. And then, like, and then they're like, oh, dude, like, you think? And you're like, yeah, I think she's fucking into me. And they're like, oh, maybe. Yeah. And then it kind of snowballs. I feel like every time I'm in that situation, I know deep down. I feel like I know deep down. I feel like I've never been truly confused at a woman's intention. If I stop to think about it, or if you have like other interactions with them where you kind of like test the waters a bit, you, you know pretty quick, you know. And I remember this one specific instance like very vividly. It was the and it, it was the first time I fucked up my knee. So I'm 19, and the nurse was extremely attractive, and she was being very fucking nice to me. And I'm like, oh my god, is she trying? Is she shooting her shot with me? Like, oh my fucking God. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I like <laughs> give her my number? Like, and then it was like, like, fortunately, like I was, you know, even at 19, I was a relatively smart person. I'm like, maybe she's just doing her fucking job. But I do, I do understand that, like, especially for, for younger guys, how that can be kind of a gray area. But in my wisdom now, <laughs> I understand that somebody being a decent human being and or just operating well in the function um that they're supposed to be operating in like if they're like uh you know you know a good example a good example strippers strippers is a great example that's, that's oh, a yeah. service oh, yeah. industry yeah. so like so like if a stripper is just like offering great service as a part of what is a service transaction that doesn't mean you know you know they're into you uh but to counteract those kind of feelings i have since the age of 19 just aired completely on the side of caution and i just assume that like unless you're like very direct with me you know, like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm steering very clear. Okay. I have three things to say. Okay. First of all, uh, shouts out to you at 19 for being a smart guy. Cause I was not a smart guy at 19 <laughs> and I was in a really similar situation to you. I got like an infection in my knee that resulted in some nasty like boils and I had to get them cut out. And I was like the, uh, uh, the doctor who saw me in triage was like a pre-med student and was like whatever doing a residency I don't know if I, and she was a dime she was a babe and then I was like same as you I was like oh she's being so nice to me but I didn't have the fucking wherewithal that you did so I was like oh fuck I gotta shoot my shot <laughs> so I'm on the operating table after she's cutting oh out God. the fucking nasty shit and I'm like who like kind of like hyperventilating from the pain because <laughs> she's fucking cutting it out and I'm like I'm literally like so <sighs> After this is done, like, maybe you want to go out to <laughs> And she's immediately, she's like, oh, no, like, no, you know. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, and then the last thing that you said where you were like, I err on the side of caution unless ladies are super direct. Yeah, like, I have a girlfriend now, but, like, yeah, I was definitely on that tip as well. But it's it's such a catch-22. It's all the dudes are erring on the side of caution to not be fucking creeps, not being fucking misogynistic, misogynistic assholes. But so many ladies are not being direct. I was having a, a conversation with this friend of mine, and she was like, I have a crush on this guy at the gym. He's so sexy. Like, how can I get his attention? I was like, fuck you. Like, don't tell me about this bullshit. Like, 
shut up because she was like why and i was like you're a hot lady just go up to him and be like do you want to go out and he'll say yes and she was like no you're crazy you're crazy a couple days later she's like you never get it. i'm going on a date with that guy <laughs> i'm like oh yeah what happened she's like i just walked up to him I'm like yeah fucking crazy you know so it was actually pretty easy time i, I should have listened to you sooner but one that just goes to show you like when it's up to a woman like if a woman wants to like you know make an approach they are just as nervous, if not way more than men are, when it comes to like approaching men. And I feel like sometimes men don't get enough credit for the amount of courage that it does take to approach women. Even if you kind of get like a little bit of a green light from them, like, you know, you get some eye contact, you know, you might see it from across the room, like you smile, she smiles, I'm like, oh, how you doing? Like you might give her a little wave, she waves back. And that's so relatively, oh, well, I can, I can probably go and talk to her. She, she <laughs> wouldn't mind my, my presence as long as I don't make her day any worse. But even in that, it's still pretty difficult because you got to think of what you're going to say or you got to have something good to say, like a something like observational or whatever, or even if you just use like the same line mm-hmm. over and over again. But you still have to have something to say to be able to make the conversation flow well, especially if she don't talk that much and gives you like a lot of one word, you know, answers and stuff. And the the fucked up thing that like, I feel like if I ever have kids, if I ever have a a boy, I'm going to be like, yo, like, you know, obviously you always got to respect women or approach women with respect and be curious and all that shit. But it's like, like talking to women, maybe this is really obvious, but like, being in that zone of, of discomfort, it's like, it takes a lot of practice. And I'm not just talking about like, I guess I'm talking about just like game in general, but like, just like those little, those little interactions you just described with like the eyes and the wave, even that shit takes practice. Like the whole fucking dance, Mm -hmm. like people talk about approaching women, like, Oh, you got to have quips. You got to have jokes. You got to have fucking uh, moves. But it's like, no, you have to get kind of used to the full, like, environment of courtship. Like, not to ta- ta- sound too fucking clinical, but, like, like so, so no, I think... Tom, do- put them on. Put them on, yeah, Tom. Put- <laughs> but I think people are harsh on dudes. And obviously, like, this is not trying to excuse, like, disgusting creep behavior. But, like, like for me, I, like... I was, it was so fucking hard for me to approach ladies in public just because you just don't want to be a creep, you know? And um, I definitely was not a pro at it, but it's like, um, like, yeah, I think we need to remember before we fucking clown people too hard that like, like 80, 75% of dudes, again, who are not being creeps, who are being like mm-hmm. nice guys, but are just like awkward or say something goofy or weird. Like, dude, they are just getting the reps in. They're getting the reps in to like figure out how to do this fucking bullshit. So like hopefully one day that they can do it like half decently, you know? So. Uh, my, my take on that, cause I, cause I do agree with what you're saying, with what you're saying, but I also think that there's a level of self-awareness that a lot of men need to have that can increase their probability and also mm. make it less awkward for them. So like the way I describe myself is I am a bar guy. I'm not a club guy. So like, I'm not the guy that like is going to like step into a crowded club and like pull anybody really like this is, this is not my game. This is not my steez. Like I'm very fucking average looking. I'm not very smooth. Like when I first meet you, I'm fucking, a, in, I'm an acquired taste. I'm like a fucking shot of whiskey. You know what I mean? Slow You're not, burn. 
you know, you're not you're not gonna like it when you first have it. You have to acquire you're not it. Like it. So Classic need, sociopath. Need, Classic. Let's go. Boom, Hell let's yeah, go. Like you know, on brand. On brand. Um so it's like one of those things where like I, I know that I need like repeated interaction. I need mm. to build relationships. I need to to show people um that I'm more than that initial kind of like 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 interaction. And some guys need that because I know I 100% am. Like, I don't think there's any woman that I've ever pulled that was like, oh, man, I was really fucking into that guy like the first time I saw him. That's just like not my brand. But I think all of those women would be like, oh, you know, like once I got to know him, I was really happy that like that happened. I was really happy that like we got to know each other. So I think that you kind of got to have self-awareness about putting yourself in the best situations to succeed. And I think men need to figure that out. Think about the, think about the difference between the approach at a bar versus the approach at a club. Yeah, I, I have never been a club guy. I fucking hate the club. I mean, I feel like most people, it's just not my thing. I got a real thing with, yeah. with loud noises, a little bit of, you know, tism, little spectrum moment. Mm. And I can't, I, like, so when I'm in there, and, and then you got to get in the ear and yell, you know, hey, what's up? And you got to be, like, smooth yelling. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, f- I feel like a, a big part of this, too, is, like, the art of conversation, which I, I like, like, with anybody, just with people, which I will say I think is like dying in the millennial generation. I will like, you know, I do kind of subscribe to that boomer critique of our of our generation that like all the online tools, blah, 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 has like severely decreased our ability to have kind of regular conversations. Like if you hang yeah. out with your parents or whatever, um, maybe they'll do something that you think is like cringy, like talk to a stranger or like, I don't know, have like chats with their friends. But you see like like those old motherfuckers can just like chat no problem where i feel like all people in our generation or i don't know about about y'all but like sometimes me with my friends it's like we're all like we're all a bit more nervous a little bit a bit more awkward that that's my read i don't yeah. know yeah yeah no i think you're definitely right me personally i've always been like introverted and especially with approaching women or like you know girls i was always extremely nervous extremely anxious the thought of approaching a girl gave me severe anxiety. And like, even when I had a girlfriend, like in like middle school or some shit, I would just be dreading having to go out when like class let out. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go talk to like such and such. I gotta go talk to her in the hallway. I gotta like say something to communicate and interact because I just had like that much of an anxiety around the approach. And it took me a while to kind of, you know, get out of that shit. Dude, high school is a different beast though. High school is different because like, your whole like social fucking world is condensed and like shoved in your face 24 7 like like when you like now if you start dating a lady you don't have 200 people around you who know both of you and who see you for eight hours a day <laughs> you know what i mean like so That's a good point it's like yeah totally and i totally was there like in middle school high school where you're like i'm gonna go talk to my girlfriend for like I gotta go like say like X amount of, like X amount of things to like make sure it's like cool, but like I don't want to do too much PDA because like that's fucking gross and like right. you know like that whole. I have dance. no idea what you're doing. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's awful. It's so fucking awful. It's yeah. I got some stories. Yeah, I'll say that one for another time though. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, cool. I think um we good to end it out on on that note. Really, man? So Let's, we got time oh, for yeah. one more. One more? We got time for one more. I was asking. I was asking you guys. Like I don't know. I got time. Okay. I mean, well, we can we can do one more. Let's see here. 
I just I just feel like we shot the shit a lot about like non like pot related shit in the beginning. So I do so which I mm. think we should keep in, but I just want to make sure we got like maximum okay. Tom time. Yeah, I had I to think, get I had to get the scoop on uh is it freeze cups or freezy ooh. cups? No, freeze I think cups. if we freeze definitely cups. I hope we should definitely keep that shit in. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um Okay, all right. What about this one? If I ever come down to Atlanta, like people get pointed, they're like, "That's a fucking guy who doesn't know what a freeze cup is." You know? <laughs> well, you are gonna find out. That's one thing. We're we're very hospitable. Oh, shout out! Nice, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna get you a, a red one, an orange one, or a purple one. What's the they best flavor? Have... Red. I like yellow. Whoa, Josh! What's Whoa. yellow? Yeah, pineapple when... or banana? Oh, great question. It could be all three. It could be pineapple, banana, or lemon. I don't know. When you get a good lady, they do be mixing their own shit, though. They be making mm-hmm. up their own little concoctions. That's a, that's the mark of a good one. What's the good Kool-Aid brand? Is it the on-brand, like, Kool-Aid brand, or is it the better version of the off-brand, you know? No, nah, man, mm-hmm. I ain't doing off-brand Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah? Especially know. not back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could get you could get packs for fucking, you know, 20 cents. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, that w- yeah if you had to buy off-brand Kool-Aid, now that's just... That's not good. No, but you know sometimes, I mean? sometimes like I don't know, like you, you got, you guys have Kirkland, right? Do you guys yeah. do? Is that an, uh, no, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, we got Kirkland down here. That's yeah, true. so like sometimes, like some of that shit is better than like the the OG, yeah. you know. And you get you're the I don't wrong. know the sports drink, and it's like some people like that shit better. So yeah, you're not wrong. But when we were growing up, like the stores we had, because we had Winn Dixie, Piggly Wiggly, Food Lion, Walmart, and if there was an off-brand Kool Aid in one of those uh, stores, and it was cheaper than Kool Aid. It's like, come on, goddammit, mama, I know we on a budget, but we ain't doing that bad. Like, the homies <laughs> come through and they, we got cool packs. A whole five cents per picture. Like, right. Like, Yo, <laughs> can you say those fucking store names again? Can you do me a favor? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got, <laughs> got Winn-Dixie. Piggly Wiggly, Food Lion. There were others. There were others too, man. Like I like. Oh yeah. You know, like if you if I don't know, I don't know what, if they like had them. Like fucking Jumbly Wumbly. What the fuck else? I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah, man. if Piggly Wiggly, somewhere. man. Piggly Wiggly <laughs> held me down. Those those out, names man, sound like if somebody was like, "Yo, like Tom, make up some fucking food names for stores." I'd be like, "I don't know, fucking Piggly Wiggly, Food Lion." You know what I mean? Damn, Tom, those are genius. You want me to do? You look, you look, I don't know shit about Canada other than fucking, um, right. fucking Hortons. Fucking Tim right. Hortons sucks, man. Don't let anybody fool you. Like, Tim Hortons blows. The only people who go to Tim Hortons now are like real fucking hicks, you know, or like mm. weird diehard Canadians who are like, I love Tim Hortons. Like, it's shit coffee and the food is, is gross. Did you guys see uh, Inside Out by Pixar? I cried like a bitch. Me and my girlfriend watched that. I cried like a motherfucker in that. When I was working for the government down here um, during my anti-recidivism program, we we made our own, all of our participants watch that movie. What? Yeah. Sorry. Wait. What? What is anti-recidivism? So it's it's basically anything that you can do to keep people that have been to jail from going back to jail. Oh, sick. So okay, so cool. pre- preventing preventing reoffending. Uh, it was a mental health court, so they all had mental health um, diagnoses. Or so t- that was one of our like movies that we debriefed on, like Dude, pretty that- consistently. That movie is so good for like a high level kind of children's like simplistic yeah. version of mental health. It's oh, yeah. so good. It's very it's good. so good. It's great yeah. for adults. I'm oh, sure yeah. like yeah. many adults all that shit like, oh my God. Like yeah. something might have clicked for them. For sure. 
I can't wait until shrooms or psychedelics become legal to where it's being introduced in uh, therapy. Yeah, I feel like we're pretty close. Man, it's, it's, y'all just don't trust the fucking government. Like it's they... the best drug to do recreationally. There's like actual like meta analysis done that says that like from a long term behavioral perspective, shrooms and like a good batch of acid are like pretty fucking safe. I'm sketched to do acid a bit just because it's so intense. But a, a friend of mine gifted me some. I got well, maybe I'll just shut my mouth there yeah i know but, I was, I was, <laughs> but like i'm sketched to do it because like uh i'm in canada you know it's fine <laughs> but that was actually the other things so, roll up on you bro so like <laughs> nah, that's, that's right man. yo so because eddie like he's pretty distrustful of the government i think do you he's guys share that sentiment are you guys like really like i do not trust the government fuck the government yeah fuck the government i don't trust them Really, eh? Like, I feel like their purpose is not to necessarily serve the people for our maximum benefit and good. I think their mindset is that we need to give them just enough to where they can live comfortably. Or, mm, no, no, excuse me, to where they can live and get by and then still have a system in place where they can kind of move up the ranks. But there's still like these ceilings in place that we have. But ultimately, so we can just feed off of them and become more rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I guess that sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't trust them, especially being a minority. I mean, like, the fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah that's. So a, I'm different. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, true, 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 true. Um, I wasn't about to change things around this motherfucker. No, again, movies. again, again. I, I've seen people at the the local and state level of government that wanted to enact real change and really help people and expand stuff mm-hmm. for the for the greater good. I will say to Josh's point. I often found myself utilizing logic that was appealing to self-interest to get stuff done. When you work for an anti-recidivism court and you're trying to keep people out of jail, you're going to have a lot of often competing interests. The judges, the public defender's office, ADAs, PD, it was the sheriff's office, it was parole, probation. So I'm trying to figure out how all of that fits together to kind of best serve like the people that we're trying to actually help, which is people with nonviolent felony offenses so what i would often say is you know to the da's office you know like hey you don't want this to go to trial you don't want to put the resources in this to take this to trial why don't you just you know let them in this program and we can you know do this whole situation post plea they put in a plea if they don't complete it then you already have a plea and they go to jail on this charge or if I'm talking to the judge and i want something to happen you know i'm like oh you know you got you, you got re-election coming up wouldn't it be great if I could get a picture of you with four people that were pri- that were previous drug addicts that we no longer have to put back in jail that are now productive citizens, quote unquote, and also we're saving the jail, you know, lots of money because our program is cheaper than housing somebody in there. But I think that that's kind of easy. Like if everybody if everybody has something where they're logically like looking at stuff like that, then the job is easy. The issue that we have at least in the States is that you have people that literally will not do that. They will literally do something. They will literally cut off their nose despite their face. So it makes it difficult to kind of play the game. But I do think that in an ideal state where like you can actually like appeal to individual self-interest, that the government is a great structure to, to do that, compile it, move the culture forward um, in the best possible way. I just think we need the right people in place to do it. And I don't necessarily think that we always have the right people to do it, obviously. I didn't realize it was that bad, but I guess you got a pretty front row seat to it. So, Oh, it's, it's oh, very bad. It's super corrupt, man. Damn. It is super fucking corrupt. And on that note, we will close this bitch on out. Uh, I like that. And on a happy note. I like that. Yeah, on a happy, and, uh, on yeah. A happy note. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to let the people know where we stand with the government. <laughs> because my brothers and sisters, you must open your eyes. Everything cannot end happily and peacefully and gracefully. My brothers and sisters, wake up. This Damn. is how we let you guys stay woke. So, if you FBI, are, open up. Right. <laughs> if you if you are um, a part of the government that don't give a fuck about your people, it might be you that's waving a red flag. However, if you are selling liquor from your house, from your living room to the youth, to these underage children, so they can skim 20% off the top and sell it back to the other youth, then it might be you who is waving the red flag. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been the Waving the Red Flag podcast. Me, Alvin, and our boy, Tom D.L. Murphy, because we rocking with Tom. Tom, where can they find you? Um, yeah, on Instagram, Tom D.L. Murphy, all social media, Tom D.L. Murphy. Um, I got I to gotta tell you guys. My name is just Tom Murphy. Nobody calls me Tom D.L. Murphy. Oh, okay. All I love right. that you guys say it. It is my, my, all what my social handles. The D.L. is my, my middle initials. Daniel Afghan was. But, like, uh, like, yeah, I just do it because, like, you know, Tom Murphy was taken. And it's 100 million other white guys, so I got to stand out some way. But, hey, exactly, no, bro. Okay, on stage, so. it's just Tom Murphy. Yeah, but, ah. but yeah. Okay, but I, I like Tom D.L. Murphy, man, because like, you never yeah, know what the D.L. is stand for. Like, you could just... Fuck with people all sorts of ways. Dick Long Murphy, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's you know. actually no. You, that's originally what it is. You're right, yeah. Exactly. See. <laughs> keep it on here. Keep it on waving the red flag. I like it. Let's keep it on waving the red flag. I like that. Pardon. Yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to spot the whole thing. Tom Dick Long Murphy. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Wait. All right. Well, cool. It's been a pleasure. We will see y'all all next week. Tom, always a pleasure to have you. Look forward to having you again, my brother. Big time pleasure. Thanks a ton, guys. That was great. Here, here. It's a red flag.